Welcome to Dietitian Table Talks, where I will probably never be sitting at a table. You will find me in my bed, in my pajamas, talking to you guys. I'm your host, Emily Bogato. I am a registered dietitian, certified personal trainer, and online coach. This podcast is about nutrition, fitness, life experiences, and random things in between. Find me on Instagram at dietitian.em.b. Thanks for listening. What's up, friends? It's time for another educational episode, and I have a feeling a lot of you guys need to hear this, and I'm probably going to be calling a lot of you out on your bullshit, so sit back and relax take some notes, send it to a friend who needs to hear it, send it to your mom who needs to hear it, send it to anyone, post it on your Instagram, share this because people need to hear about the fat loss mistakes because I see people making this all the time and trust me, I have made a lot of these myself as well. I have been on this journey for a long ass time now. Um, I started when I was 17 and I'm 25 now, so a lot of mistakes were made along the way before before I was educated on this. And I'm here to help you guys so that you can skip over those and be able to make progress and see the results that you want and not do anything that is unhealthy for you. So please, before we get this started, go give me a rating and review if you enjoy my podcast. I would so appreciate it. If you listen to it on Apple, um, if you listen to it somewhere else, please go ahead and share it with someone, Um, post it on your Instagram story, post it on Twitter, wherever, and I would honestly really appreciate that if you could just help get the word out. Um, So let's get right into this. I'm going to try to make this nice and concise um, while still giving you some details. So the first fat loss mistake that a lot of people make is changing all their habits at once. I see this all the time and I'm sure you guys have probably done this. I think a lot of people have done this where they try to do like a complete 180 and they go from eating fast food every day drinking alcohol all the time never working out to trying to flip the switch usually on January 21st, let's be real, Um, and they try to completely change everything that they're doing at once. They try to um, only eat chicken and veggies for every meal. They try to work out seven days a week and just completely change all their habits at one time. And a lot of times this isn't successful for long term. And so I think that it's much better to focus on one or two things at a time. And then once you have those mastered, once those are a habit, add in another habit. So so me personally, when I first started my fitness journey, I was eating Taco Bell every single day, sometimes more than once. So my very first step for me was that I started packing my lunch for school. At that time, we were allowed to leave for lunch, and I don't think they are anymore, but we would always go get fast food, and it was always Taco Bell, McDonald's, um, pizza, stuff like that, and I was overweight when I was in high school, so my first step was I started making my own lunch for school, and I didn't really know like what 
was a healthy lunch to pack or anything. Looking back, honestly, like, they weren't the best, even even though I was making it myself. But they were sure as hell a lot better than eating Taco Bell every day. So, um... That was my first step. A, a lot of people's first step that I would recommend if you are drinking things that have a lot of calories and sugar. So um, like s- sugary coffees or pop or juice, stuff like that. I think that's the first thing that I would try to change because those are usually empty calories. And well, juice isn't necessarily empty calories, but the other ones are empty calories and they don't make you feel full. Um, so a lot of times it would be better to kind of switch those out for a calorie free drink and, you know, keep in your food calories, but just take out the drink calories, um, alcohol as well. Sorry guys. (laughs) Um, so that's where I would first start. Then I would go look into making more of your own meals. If you're getting fast food a lot or eating out a lot, I feel like a lot of us right now are making a lot of our own food. I feel like this is probably a historical moment right now where I'd honestly say the most people are making their own food in the past at least 20 years in the United States because no one ever no one ever makes their food this often when they're all working and they're not scared to go to restaurants or fast food places and stuff like that. So this probably really is the most that people have ever cooked at home right now. So try to carry this over once you get back to your normal lifestyle, um, going to work and everything. Try to at least make yourself dinner or bring your bring your lunch to work. That's something that I often tell my clients to do. Bring your lunch to work. Um, meal prep so that you have food ready to go because we all know that we don't want to come home and cook a healthy meal every day. So sometimes it's easier if you at least have part of it cooked already. Um, so I like to cook my proteins up because that's the most annoying to cook, honestly. And then you can add veggie, you can add a carb to it. Um, so let's see, number two. The number two fat loss mistake that I see is that people restrict their diet too much. So these kind of go hand in hand, but I'm going to talk about some different things. So I always see people, and trust me, I'm guilty of this too back in the day, when they start a diet, they restrict themselves so much and it always comes back to bite them. Um, So restricting could be in, in many different ways, either too low of calories Cutting out certain macronutrients, you know, cutting out carbs, cutting out fat. No no one ever um, cuts out protein, obviously, Um, hopefully. But I see people doing low carb, low fat, low calories, and it always comes back to bite you if you do it too restrictive, whether it's because your body has adaptations that occur and you know, over time, your body kind of adapts so that it isn't burning as many calories, um, whether you have adaptations like that, or if you have some mental things going on, you know, you're feeling really restrictive. And it's normal for your brain to be like, hey, you're not freaking eating enough. So I'm going to make you crave all these foods 
and then you're going to go overboard on them. So it's much better if you're eating a decent amount of calories but still in a calorie deficit. You want to diet on the highest calories that you possibly can while still making progress. If you can make progress while eating 1,800 calories a day, why would you go all the way down to 1,200 to begin with? Because, you know, even if you do make progress for a while eating 1,200 calories, A, you're either going to hit a plateau and then what are you going to do? Go down to 1,000 calories? Or B, you're not going to be able to maintain that for a long enough period of time eventually you're gonna say screw it like I can't live like this I can't live without ever going out to eat or going out with my friends or having some drinks or having some cake and going on vacation like there's no way that you can maintain that um so it's much better to be a little bit more realistic and be able to properly fuel yourself so that your body isn't screaming for calories and extra energy because that's honestly what it does. Sorry, I need another drink. So with the restricting, I see people restrict their calories or cut out a food group or cut out a macronutrient and then they when they see progress they relate it to like a specific food or a specific thing like for example if someone cuts out carbs aka lowering their calories and they make progress they in their brain they say oh like carbs are bad I made progress when I cut out carbs when in reality it's just that they're in a calorie deficit um another example If you cut out fruit, you know, some people think that fruit is bad for you, which makes me want to cry. If you cut out fruit and then you made progress in your brain, you'd say, oh, like fruit was what was keeping me from losing fat. When in reality, that honestly had nothing to do with it. Um, So you can't relate your progress to a specific thing like that because the reason you're making progress is always going to be because you're in a calorie deficit. There are no magical foods. There are no magical combinations of foods. There's no magical amount of times to eat in a day. There's no magical amount of times to eat in between your meals or wait in between your meals. There's no magic happening here. If anyone tells you that they have the magic secret for fat loss, run away because they are friggin' lying and they just want your money. Anyways. Um, so speaking of the no magical number of meals per day, for some reason it, it circulated around that for best results, you need to eat like six meals a day. And thankfully, that's really not true. Um, I think people for some reason think that the more often you eat, it like fires up your metabolism. And it's not true. Um, I will say though that you do want to split up your protein into at least three meals a day. Um, 
I personally eat at least four meals a day because I struggle to get that much protein in in only three meals. That would be a lot of protein for me because I really like to keep my protein high in order to maintain or gain muscle. So um, you want to split it up into at least three meals because that helps maximize muscle protein synthesis. And your meals should have at least... 25 grams of protein in it to fully like maximize muscle protein synthesis um if I was only eating three meals a day my protein would have to be a lot higher than that though because that would be like less than 90 grams of protein a day and I definitely need more than that um so yeah you do want to split up your protein uh, you could just take your protein goal and split it up by however many meals you want to eat in a day. If you don't track macros, I would just make sure that you're getting at least 25 grams of protein in your meals, if not more. Um, but the number of meals per day really is personal preference. Um, I know some people like to eat smaller meals and then there's some people who are more satisfied if they eat less meals in a day but they have bigger higher calorie meals and there's nothing wrong with that um I personally like I said like to eat four meals a day and that really is my sweet spot to um just be satisfied and I don't eat tons of like snacks or anything I mostly keep those calories to my meals um I mean, I'm not against snacks or anything, but I would rather have bigger meals than have a bunch of snacks. Um, So I wasn't going to include this too, but while we're on the topic of meals per day, I do want to bring up intermittent fasting because some people think that that is like a magical fat loss tool. And while I don't have anything against pushing like your first meal back and kind of Um, having bigger meals later in the day, higher calorie meals later in the day. If you lose fat because you, if you lose fat once you start intermittent fasting, it's not because, because intermittent fasting or eating in a short window like that is, is magic for weight loss. It's just because you're eating less calories. So, um, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with pushing your first meal back, um, but I definitely don't think it's magic. I do think that it isn't a good idea to have a certain time where you have to wait until even if you're starving. Um, If you want to do it, I would say be more relaxed about it and just kind of listen to your hunger cues. And if you're hungry, freaking eat. Like you don't have to keep waiting to eat your first meal if you're hungry because then you're probably just going to want to eat everything. Um, the next fat loss mistake, ooh, this is a good one, eliminating dietary fats. So this, I would say, was more common back in the day, um, like in the 90s, but, because now it's more common to eliminate carbs, I feel like, but I do still see people do this, and I especially especially see people do this if they're just looking at their calories because when you look at the calories of things fat is higher in calories it's nine calories per gram where 
protein and carbs are five calories or four sorry oh my god that's like the most basic nutrition thing but I just looked at this and it said five about something else um protein and carbs are four calories per gram so fats do add up the calories fast um and especially volume wise because like a tablespoon of olive oil you know that's such a little amount I'm pretty sure that's like 90 or 100 calories or something like that I'm not even sure to be honest um so they do add up fast and I think that scares people away from it because they're like well why would I want to waste 100 calories on that little dinky amount of food uh but fats are so you have to eat fats you have to eat fats you have to eat fats repeat it after me you have to eat fats you cannot eliminate dietary fats and honestly I just remembered that um one of my clients at title boxing told me that a different title boxing had someone who wasn't a dietitian running their challenges and they had them doing they had them on a meal plan and they had the females on a meal plan that had literally no fat in it because all of the protein was like egg whites and protein powder and they did not include any fat in it and it literally I was boiling when I saw it. Like, I wanted to march in there because I, I actually drive by it when I drive to my work. And I wanted to march in there and, like, bitch them out because that is so unhealthy, especially for females. <sighs> I'm getting pissed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fats are extremely important because, for one, there are nutrients that are only absorbed when fat is present. Um, they're called fat soluble nutrients and it's vitamin A, D, E, and K. And if you are deficient in a nutrient, it can affect a lot of other things in your body. And honestly, it could make your metabolism worse if you're deficient in a nutrient. Um, and fats are also very, very important for healthy hormones. And that's why it pisses me so, it pisses me off so much that they had no fats in their diet because, female hormones are nothing to mess with and it could have lifelong lasting effects if you do something like that so um fats are needed to produce hormones and if you're not eating fats you're not going to produce hormones so if you know it just kind of goes in a cycle if you don't produce hormones you don't have a menstrual cycle if you don't have a menstrual cycle you can't have a baby if you don't have a menstrual cycle you're basically like in a reversible, hopefully, menopause condition. Uh, if, you, if you're in that condition, you're more likely to get fractures. So it just goes on and on and on. So if you need to take away something from this, do not cut out dietary fats from your diet. It's okay to add olive oil to your food. It's okay to eat peanut butter. It's okay to eat avocados and and use avocado oil and have nuts and trail mix and seeds and uh, salmon and stuff like that. And those are all really healthy sources of fats. So make sure that you are including those, even if they are higher in calories. My last one, this is going to be a pretty short podcast, but... 
I think that it's it's okay to be straightforward and to the point with this one. Um, so my last one is taking supplements or buying supplements thinking that they are fat loss supplements. <sighs> Guys, these people are straight up out here scamming you. Scamming you for your hard-earned money. Please. Put your money towards something that's more beneficial. Like, put your money towards your gym membership. Put your money towards healthy food. Put your money towards a dietitian. Put your money towards a trainer. Do not be dropping 77 freaking dollars on nasty dirt arbron protein do not be dropping a hundred and twenty dollars on beach body shakes or wait is it beach body no it's shakeology i think one of those pretty sure it's shakeology i think beach body is probably expensive too but there is absolutely no freaking reason to buy protein that, that is that expensive. I do not care what is added to it. That is absolutely ridiculous. For one, if you want to buy protein, that's absolutely okay. A lot of people struggle to get their protein in. So if you, if you need a supplement, go for it. You don't need to. You don't need a protein supplement because you can get it from food. But if you struggle... By all means, get a protein supplement. But $77? $120? No. And it's not going to make you magically lose weight either. So if they try to market to you in that way, no. Uh, there's a lot of other weird-ass products out there that people try to scam you with that are for, for fat loss, for toning. Honestly, if you see stuff like that, Feel free to DM it to me and I'll tell you if it's legit or not. I have people do this all the time. That's the only reason why I knew Arbonne and whatever were 77 and $120 because someone was asking me about them. If you have a question about a supplement and you want to know if I would recommend you taking it or buying it, please just DM me on Instagram, DM me on Twitter, and I would be happy to help you because the last thing I want is for you to waste your money on something that A, tastes like shit, and B, doesn't really help you that much. Honestly, I think that right now is a time where a lot of people are going to be preying on, a lot of, you know, MLMs and whatever are going to be preying on people because they're scared. Um, You know, people are losing their their jobs and um, don't know where their income's going to come from, waiting on unemployment and stuff like that. So these people are out there hustling, trying to get your money. Trust me. And they're going to tell you whatever it takes to get you to buy it. So think twice before you invest in something like that. Um, They... They're going to act like they care about you and that it's the best thing in the world. But they're just trying to make a buck. Let's be real. 
They're trying to make a living. And by all means, I want them to make a living. I want them to be able to provide for their kids, but not at the expense of your money. So be smart. Put your money towards things that will be most beneficial for you. So start with the basics like food, healthy food. You're much better off buying healthy food than buying expensive supplements. Um, So if you're out there buying expensive supplements, but you're saying, I can't afford healthy food, I'm going to have to question your decisions. Um, So yeah, I think that's it. I actually recorded this last week and I did not plan it out at all. I just kind of winged it and... It was really sloppy, (laughs) so I decided to put a little thought into it and redo it because I know that this is really important and I don't want to just give you guys a half-ass episode, Um, so I redid it, and this week I got to record my podcast sitting in my bed, which if you listen to the last one, I was sitting at a dental office, and... I have yet to be sitting at a table, so my podcast name really isn't very accurate, but I'll I'll continue to update you guys where I'm doing this from. So, I also just recorded a podcast with Des. I am her first real guest, as if her husband isn't real. (laughs) Um, We recorded a a pretty fun and educational podcast that is going to be out in a couple weeks, so make sure if you're not already, that you go subscribe to her podcast, Brunch with Desby, because I will be featured on there, and honestly, her podcast is really good. So subscribe to her. Please leave me a rating and review. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. Hopefully, they're not offended. Hopefully, they realize you're just trying to help them out, and I'm just trying to help you guys out, but yeah. Message me if you need any help with anything, if you have questions, and I'll be happy to help you. But I'll talk to you next time. Wait, wait. I'm back. I have one more that's super, super important. So if you're still here, you get a bonus. One mistake that a lot of people make and a lot of people ask me about is that They don't think that weightlifting is for fat loss. They think that if they're trying to lose fat, they just need to do cardio. And I just feel really like I need to spread this information that weightlifting is great for fat loss. For one, it does burn calories. For two, I guarantee you're not trying to look like a pancake noodle You're trying to look fit and toned and a little muscle and, you know, that look that everyone's going for. I guarantee the look you're going for is not one that has no muscle. So if that is your goal, if your goal is to look fit and toned and whatever word you want to use, you need to be doing weightlifting because for one, you don't want to lose any muscle that you already have. And for two, hopefully you can gain a little bit of muscle um, because the muscle is what makes you look fit. And if you lose your muscle while you're dieting, 
you're never going to get that look that you want. And honestly, that was me. I, when I was in high school, I started the weightlifting when I was like 17, 18. And then when I went to college, I was too scared to go in the weight training room at my college at first. And I would just run all the time. I ran miles and miles and miles. And even though I was losing weight, I got down to a low, like I got skinny. And I realized, what the hell? This is not the look that I was going for. I didn't want to have a pancake ass. I wanted a big, nice, round booty. So keep that in mind. Um, People ask me like about the DBFT programs. Is this program for fat loss? Is this program for muscle gain? And any of our programs can be for any of your goals because what matters is that if, you, if you're doing a program for fat loss, you don't need to change it for muscle building. You need to change your diet. So if you are doing our programs and you want to lose fat, you have to eat in a calorie deficit. If you're doing our programs and you want to gain muscle, you're going to want to eat at least at maintenance, maybe even a slight surplus. So a program is not specific for fat loss or for muscle gain. You can do the same program literally for weeks and weeks as long as you are trying to increase your weights over time and it won't matter what the goal is fat loss or muscle gain as long as your nutrition is what is putting you in whatever direction you want to go in so i just had to add that 